Beloved, this is the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast, the most thought-provoking, introspective, industrious, creative discussion with my guy Tiberius. What you say? What's good? Goodness gracious What's me. What's good? What's good? Oh, wow. Yo, I need to get off the internet. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying that my, to myself for a little while, still. Um, If you're listening to us with crystal clear audio clarity, hit up LAX underscore ERA. Yeah. I am NY Typical, the foremost creative writer for fashion, tech, design, art, and performance. Boom. Yeah. We out here. I actually don't know what I do. Generally don't. What shall we been saying though? What's my week? Yeah. Yeah, do you know what? Just working. More writing. Um well I say writing, but I've just been like just trying to hone in on some ideas. Get my life together. What does that mean? Um, yeah, um, I've just been trying to get my life together. Uh, my my head my head right my head in the right space. Yeah, just trying to slow down. Um, yeah, just take my time. We had that conversation before, innit? It's just just trying to block out the noise a little bit. Conversation was that episode nine? No, it was last episode actually. Last episode. What did we speak about last episode? Just to move into the beat of your own drum. Ooh, flames going then. You know what I mean. So yeah, man, I've just been trying to. I know I keep talking about this idea, and I've had people say to me, "What's this idea that you're talking about?" But um, yeah, it's just just uh, I don't know. I've been thinking like creatively. I think that that thing that we've always had, where where we talk, where I've been talking about having cohesive ideas and and creating something that I can implement everything I do through so I don't really want to like go into the details of what exactly it's about just yet because it's not where I want it to be for me to be able to share it Um, and it's something I want to take my time on before I just like start putting it out there but um, with the images from the Daily Beat Challenge there's something there that sort of is going to tie into it so there's a little bit of a crew there's the seeds lying about if you look at just what i've my my uh social media profiles and even on my soundcloud and everything there and even on on my blog it's it's there the seeds are there and the idea is there undersurface.wordpress.com exactly um but yeah man i'm just i've just been focused on trying to put uh hone in on that and i'm getting there um yeah just it's so funny because when when like in writing a story again um, because w- that's essentially what I've come back down to is is just like focus on putting a story together. Yeah. Because no matter what, when you're creating, I've I've realised like everything, whether intentional or not, there's a story behind everything that people connect to. That's why people connect to those things. Yeah. Because of its story, whether that be clothes, whether that be um, a film, a book, a piece of a piece of art even their favorite coffee even their favorite jacket that they wear 
or um, e- even the places that they go to and the places that they've been events yes. that they go to the reason why people connect to those things is because of the story so um, yeah I'm just I'm just thinking of trying to think about why I'm what story I'm telling why I'm telling it um, and yeah I'm getting there man it's like it, it's been so crazy because it's literally just been a thing where I've slowed it down to the point where <laughs> it's nice because on my way to work I just sit on the train and I get my notebook out and I just write like I just write ideas and been doing it like that so far and it's taken a little while but i've got the sort of base of it um the booyah base the booyah base of it exactly yes so um yeah man i've just been just been getting on with that helping my mum out a little bit so house 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 searching Mm. um which is going well oh man the house is gonna be it's gonna be a bit mad still is it going to look beautiful? It's going to look beautiful. What type of house is it? Is it modern? Is it... Um, well, no, no, no. We haven't... We haven't uh, bought one yet. We haven't... Uh, no, what type of house in. are you looking for? I mean... Mm. Like, do you have a style I'm looking house? for a modern... There's there's a couple of people who want... one. Uh, a couple of people that want it to be a bit more homely. And I want... I think we can find a middle ground. Because the thing is... The, the first one I saw... That was the yard. Like, it had, like, an outhouse which was just literally a st- like all I saw as soon as I went in there studio I was like yeah that's it yeah this is where art is made this <laughs> this spot is where art is made all the rooms were perfect size the kitchen was like for parties like yeah. the housewarming would have been mad what happened to that place mad. though well cause Willem it was in North right yeah and it was in Wood Green oh wow that's far out it's far but um, just sounds far to be a couple of the guys wanted to they was like we want east and because it's like to be honest it's just unfortunate why are it was the they first so one. patterned on east that's what I'm saying that's what I think but that's just my opinion anyway okay to well, cut a long story short was, yeah, they wasn't that it was just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. but um, the first it, it, it's unfortunate it was the first house is the biggest problem because it was the first house it's like we want to see how what else there is out there what if it feels i know if you know what no 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 no. i agree i agree but i'm one guy out of five i'm one guy out of five and there was three of us that was like yes we can't really majority rules no of course of course 100 percent. i believe in that i believe in that but these guys weren't gonna move if they weren't really they because they hadn't seen it either that's the thing and and by the time they was going to see it because we did book them in a spot I know for a fact if they went in and saw that house they would have been like yes let's do it but they was like oh wood green it's so far from east from where every all the parties are and everything wait and oh so the parties are in east well it's, yes yeah exactly what, and their work what parties in east just a lot of the events that are um, going on like, alright yeah what is that one? East yeah. just like yeah, Stratford. Yeah, East Stratford, Hackney, Shoreditch, all those ah, spots. Yikes! Yowzers. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm not fast. Like, like to me, I'm just like I, I can get anywhere as long as I've got a tube, as long as I've got a place that I can go where I can create, I can bring people back to, feel absolutely comfortable. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like I want to, I want to, I want a place I want to come back to. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I care about. A place that I'm happy to come back to. That's it. And if you can and find that place in East, so be it. Yeah. So. But no, it's not. It's not that they're necessarily adamant on East per se. But it's like, I think the biggest thing was that they hadn't seen it. And by the time that they was going to see it, it was already gone. Because that's the thing with five bedrooms. They just go really quick. Anyway, I've spent too much time on that topic. But my point is, we're still on the search. But um, we're going to have a cool house. Because everyone there is just mad creative. And we have some cool discussions as well. And it's like, when you can just have great discussions with people about things. And also create with them. And, you know, I mean, there's just a sort of life force that perpetuates in those kind of environments. Yeah. So, um the halls start to yeah, feel yeah man that's what yeah so that's what that's what I mean it's like yeah man I'm just because for the past five years I've spent my time rushing in my head like and even when I've not been doing stuff or I've, it's been a time of relaxation I've not really taken the time to relax and part of me is never going to be able to fully relax but I'm going to relax in terms of my like the way I'm sort of just going about life now it's like just take my time I'm gonna be working on my ideas and projects I've got deadlines and goals and aims for these things to to put together mm. and there's some cool stuff I want to do but that's all I'm focusing about on the cool stuff I want to do like it's not about trying to be a thing or be this or be that it's like right now it's just I got some cool projects that I've got going on in my head let's see if they work let's see if I can pull them off like if they come out as I envision them when it's like when you say it's like a project or a cool project it's like um is it just a project or is it like um does it add to a, a larger is vision it a, is it a f- like theme like cause I've like yeah I, in my well, eyes, that, well, I, that's yeah. that's but see I think theme and story are, are well they're so closely tied like that that's yeah. what I want to create is a theme for my creations. Oh, like like the reason that I've always liked building worlds. I've always had this idea of building worlds. Yeah. Like even when I was making comic books from time ago, like I remember when I was when I first ever started. It's so crazy actually how that works out. Because the reason I one of the big reasons I got into drawing is through comic books. I just used to make these little stickmen comic books like from young that's that's even just as early as the time when I remember when I was drawing Dragon Ball Z uh, shit it's like drawing these little comic books Stickman mm. comic books and I was just always obsessed with having all these like different arrays of characters and a world that all interlinked and they all had their own stories but they all came together based on these rules that were going around and, and then that kind of moved into sort of an aesthetic sense because when it's aesthetic a story it, it comes down to the way colors and symbols and shapes are used to sort of condense a story I you know? that. so that that's what i want to move towards but i know first I've, i want to get deep to the get down to the sort of story i'm trying to tell and why i'm trying to tell it all right so yeah man mm. like yeah i've, I've always like if I think about me in that context, it's always been a. I like making other people's things better. Like mm-hmm. I like being an additive substance. Mm-hmm. But now, where it's like I'm 
the substance. It's like it's quite um an esoteric thematic thing. So my whole engagement with creation is through a life well not even a life theme it's a culture theme so that's really where everything stems from if you actually wanted to know my secret source you'll never be able to use it but it's like it's just one of those places where where all things come from it's like it's like i'm a conduit for i don't know higher creation or something like that Mm. I I don't know how to explain it it's just like like there's this anime called Dr. Stone don't know if you watched it oh you've been going deep on that now yeah and it's like it's just how many episodes deep are you it's like no it's 14 episodes man it's a new new anime it's just like the world that they've established is just so it can be one of those thousand episodes animes and really? it's like Cause, yeah cause i didn't and i think i think that's why i plugged out of it a little bit because i didn't f- get that from the first uh saying that because the whole concept of everyone's in stone you don't know who's going to come out of the stone yeah yeah it's like there could be anyone who comes out of the stone but anyway, and then so, yeah. and then um it's it's like you're enthralled in this story that they're telling right now and it's not even the main story like all the characters they establish within the first couple of episodes it's like they disappeared like what they're doing right now doesn't even matter it's about this story right here in front of you that matters and that's what one piece does it's like mm. it like just takes you away from oh they're directly looking for one piece no it's like we're traveling the world we're doing all of these things we have to go to these islands because of the log poles basically and because of that you end up in certain predicaments and mm. because they parrots they act how they want but because they have a moral moral sense of what they want or who they are then they do things in their own way mm. so they become the law of the land in a certain type of way and all vigilantes and because they're pirates it's like the fun way to do it rather than being part of the navy so it's like it's just this whole kind of twisted search for yourself through helping others and it's like that that's what one piece does amazingly and it's like and like that's what i'm talking about when it's like themed it's like when you mm. find shit like that it's like like i see things like that and i'm like i could be there like mm. i know i could be there i know there's more to this then meets the eye and you can really do anything with this well that's the thing when you've built a world that other people can imagine things from when 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 people can imagine themselves in your world that's when you know you've you've yeah hit you've hit it because that that's it you you're you're it needs to be such a dense or not a dense it needs to be it needs to touch on something that is almost so universal yeah um and so uh like something that is at the core of everyone as people that you are able to do that you're yeah. able to tap into that and go i can see how i where i would sit because it's not even necessarily about it relating to you per se but it's like i could see how where my place would be in that world 
Yeah. You know. Like if you could, like if you can break it down like that, then it's like. Oh, who would you be? Would you be a pirate? Or would you be part of exactly. the Navy? Exactly, yeah, you know would what I mean, you, exactly. Like, how am I in relation to these yeah. laws and rules? And Would you be? Would you have succumbed to one of a greater person's vision? Mm. Or would you be the person with the greater vision that has this army of 10,000 people? Like, all of these things, it's like... And, to, and really and truly, it's like, you don't need to relate to the main character. Mm. You just need to understand his point of view. And yeah, that's just cool to me. Like mm. and it's got it's got nothing to do with how I tell stories. It's just a great thing that they've made. And with Doctor Stone, it's like, damn, you can build civilization from nothing. Like they're doing this thing where they're making um penicillin in it. Yeah. Wait, what what? Doctor Stone. Oh yeah, because he's. Yeah. Oh, actually, I get they're, why this world is so sick. Actually, because he's having to make all the things that have already been invented yeah. from complete scratch with exactly. no materials, with nothing. nothing, and it's like very sort of like the the. Whereas like Naruto will have like chakra or whatever. Da, da, yeah, da, this thing is is just raw science. Yeah, it's like, science. They're using raw science. They're like you have to go to the mountains. Because you have this to kind get, of material yeah. is specifically in this place. You have to get the acid because you need this acid, this dangerous acid to make this. And you have to put all yeah, of these chemicals together. And then cool. obviously you need beakers because um, they have a high melting point And most of the things that you're going to make in the beakers have a lower melting point than Glass. And this and, so and he doesn't even have beakers. He doesn't even have beakers. You don't have beakers. Yeah, you, I remember. You don't that. know how to blow glass. You don't know anything about that. And then like um, it's just because it's Doctor Stone, the main protagonist, or it's the other kid, isn't he? No, Doctor Stone is like um, he's like the guy. It's just like he's like his main thing is like this is amazing. Like we can we get to do everything from scratch. Everything that I've read about we get to do and he's just like thinking about all of these things like how do you do this how do you do that and it's like he's he's just a well-read person who's figured out well not not even figured he's out getting the he's getting just to, yeah to put it into a practical yeah practice, being yeah. like being inventive and that's all he's done since the beginning mm. and it's like and this is like a lot of the things that we spot well um, in the early days of the podcast when I was talking about when you're making a world it's like what type of cup what is a cup where you are like and then when you look around your world and like this is part of one of my um thesis or doctrines is like plastic and its use in the world and like how much plastic do we actually use and how much plastic do you know that you use and how much plastic do you wear Mm. and how much plastic do you eat and a lot of people don't even know the answers to those questions like everything people wear is mostly everything people wear is plastic or made from some sort of plastic and then you think about okay so this is why they're mining all of this oil because we need clothes Mm. we need products we need all of these things and at the end of the day um we won't run out of plastic to make anything and like I said, like um, six years ago, it's like now that people find it a problem, we're finding solutions. So now we're re-recycling plastic. So people now Adidas are like making trainers out of plastic and stuff. And like um, 
it's becoming part of the doctoring to have vertical integration from the mining all the way down back to the recycling so you have to reuse what you're making and you make tires like you make trainers out of tires or clothes out of tires and repurposing the type of plastic and there's a process where you can distill like the like you know the dangerous gas that plastic emits yeah people are making substances out of that and like catching that substance and figuring out ways to use that and stuff so it's like this zero waste life that we're going to be living in in 15 years where it's like a lot of people think the world's going to end but but it's it's just these forces the the, this kind of energy that's going to push yeah the driving force for that kind of world where it's a zero and and the main point is like you can make all of these things but you have to be the inventive mind Mm. to be able to use all of these things you have to have the inventive mind to say i can use this for this mm-hmm. and you've got to um is it is the right words care you got you got you got to think this i can make get this product for this much and i can be a first mover in this industry using this product and it's like who's the first button millionaire like there's literally a mm-hmm. dynasty a family dynasty that mm-hmm. made buttons and well, zippers well, the funny thing is it's 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 funny though because it's like there's also things where people because they haven't understood how to to pattern it or or the business side of creating something like that those those opportunities were just missed i guess actually no not necessarily true because even the people who didn't necessarily invent those things and used it and monopolized it and did understand the business side did make a, a yeah a dynasty off of it so yes yeah. yeah yeah like they that's exactly what's happened like within the whole of western history it's like you monopolize the industry and then they break you up but now you are um a league of people that own this industry and no mm. one's allowed to get in like when you think it's like about the guy who made the cat eyes for the motorway isn't it like yeah he just saw something reflected on the side of the road he's like and it's like now they're everywhere wait what was i gonna say sorry i cut you off it's like monopolies, um, monopolies buttons dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> um oh fam it's gone no um, monopolies dynasty buttons no it's like uh, money got li- it's like okay the weed industry Mm-hmm. I know even just the weed industry, like the car industry, it's like you need at least a billion dollars to make a car, like a, like mm. to make a car company. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you need a billion dollars, like upfront. Up yeah, basic one car, like to make it road safe and all of these other things. Like I don't even think that's part of the marketing, but maybe maybe so. Like maybe so, you need marketing, but then after you do one car, you 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 can't have a company that just has one car and this this was tesla's problem um elon musk's problem it's like you can't have just one car you can't just have the tesla roadster what, or like is that the family car is that just because you're not going to be able to create enough money like you're not gonna be able no, to sell pe- enough you're not pe- gonna be able to sell enough people like a choice no the, the tesla roadster was like the cool electric car in the beginning that didn't and come like, no didn't the re- t- roadster wasn't the first one wasn't it I'm no the sure. roadster's the really fast one isn't it the yeah, fastest one that, that didn't come first 
that didn't come first. Deadly sure, like the. I'm peak, pretty sure it did. Like he started with the high end one first. No, because I, sure. I remember like there was they they didn't release what was, that. What was the afterwards. what was the first fast Tesla? Because I the, remember the first it. fast Tesla was the Roadster, but that wasn't the first Tesla. Wait, the point. Model S isn't the first. The Model S is the one that's at the average price. Wait, the first. No wait, the flagship Tesla. Because it was that basic Tesla that you saw going around, and then they they done the SUV after that one. Um, zero to sixty, the Model S, the most expensive Tesla. Oh, it is the Model S. Yeah, it wasn't. See, I told you. Yeah, it's not. It's not, not the Roadster. The, the Roadster, because I remember them talking about it, hyping it up about how fast it was going, and it wasn't going to be released till later. But this was like way after the SUV. This was after the SUV came out. What do you mean? It was the Roadster came after the SUV was Tesla, out. The Teslas. The Roadster is like a sport. Is like an actual sports car. Okay, so the Model S. Okay, yeah, the Model S is the first. Wait, is it the first Tesla car? Yes. Is that the first first Tesla car? Because I'm pretty sure, like, um, like it was just celebrities riding around in the first Tesla car. I remember that, yeah, and it yeah. was super duper expensive. And was that the Model yeah, S? Yeah, the Model S. Yes, was the first Tesla. It was just like, a basic. Like, no, it was super fast car. Yeah, like, I remember car. it was well, super fast well, and it for, for it being a, efficiently. Yeah, especially since it was an electric car. Yeah, like, back in the days and stuff. Exactly. And I was like, it set the way. And then it was like, okay, so you can actually have a cool electric car. That's in it. fast, yeah. And then um, because even the, that the, the Roadster fast. goes even it was faster impo- than it's, that. It was important. It was important that it charged fast, yeah, because um, Ferraris doing one, I believe. Lamborghini's obviously doing so one. I, like I already said, like by twenty twenty one, Lamborghini should have their electric car out. Um, like, cause there's cars that can. They go. just set pace though, didn't they? Tesla, Tesla, like kind of like. Yeah, well, it's like technology just it. caught up. Like, mm. electric cars could have been a thing about forty years ago if someone decided to actually pursue it. Yeah. yeah like, but it the was, money was easily coming in from how. No, the oil it. industry was like, nope. Oh yeah. It was like. No, like these cars are gonna blow up. These like they like it was really a rigged thing. Like cars have been a rigged thing for generations. This is what I'm talking about. It's like when you break up the um, the monopolies. It's like there are a league of people that can't won't allow people in. And it's like yeah, the weed industry is new and cool. It's like um tech and all of this stuff. But you need land to grow the weed on. You need a farm to harvest the weed and like um what's it called again manufacture it like that what's the what's the manufacturing line called like um you need, when you need all the machines and like all of that stuff and like the storage and just the delivery then delivering the, yeah, it, yeah. They, like you the need whole process all, the whole like actual corporate process of it yeah that whole thing and it's friggin' expensive so it may be new but only rich people can get into it like the best things are when inventive people can get into it and that's why tech making apps is so great because you can literally be a nobody or not a nobody but you can be someone who doesn't have a lot of money and you can make an app that makes you technically successful in monetary terms if you make something efficient for the people and 
that new thing and when you're um inventive it doesn't just come from apps because apps are just something on a phone and people are fickle so your app won't even last maybe six or seven years and that's why social media is so um big and like like really and truly like um facebook twitter instagram like when you when you say all of like well facebook is a monopoly basically yeah it's at least it's essentially a monopoly but when you say facebook in um twitter um snapchat it's like you're saying the big three companies back in the day it's really like you're saying um ford gm and chrysler or you're saying um what else is there like um standard oil um what's the what's the other one it's not shell it's gp no it no damn well i forgot what the big three oil companies but that's that's what it that's technically what they are and um it's like saying apple and um microsoft back in the day and really well to be fair i don't see this app thing lasting very long but and and a lot of this um like what we're doing now with streaming as well it's like it's even harder to get into because you need a platform Mm. and all of this stuff like netflix isn't new amazon isn't a new company that's the problem all of these companies are like 20 years old at least so Mm. it's not um it's not like they haven't been around it's that they've found innovative ways to move their Mm. product yeah because netflix was just like love film wasn't it yeah you could rent films out and you could get them delivered to your house. Yeah. That was the that was the lull period between yeah. Blockbuster and what it is now to between yeah. streaming. Because like you were still able to yeah, um, like you could I, you could rent games and it would get delivered to your house. That's I, so I, crazy. I, that was such like, a weird I don't time. I don't care that Blockbuster could have bought them. I care that um, it was the fact that Netflix moved. Because if Netflix didn't move like they did blockbuster could still be around or netflix just wouldn't be netflix really so yeah it's like um it's like someone cared to innovate and i don't think you always have to innovate but you just need to offer a great product Mm. yeah Yeah. like well that's just a lot of my thoughts to be because i was thinking about this yet i I saw a snapchat snapchat i've been seeing snapchat ads everywhere now like not on internet but just like out of outdoor uh, marketing yeah and I, it makes me wonder like why do facebook and snapchat advertise like that like what what is that saying for where they're at, at that particular period of time um they want to grow um because because grow a different demo yeah hmm. that's it it's like they need a different demo like they need old people basically old people, is what yeah they need that old it, people because like, that's my first them. thought but then i'm thinking like uh, yeah i don't know it's just so weird because it's like it obviously works to a certain extent but it's almost kind of like tv ads as well like the way tv ads work it's like you spend all this money on a tv ad well, and you'll reach a certain amount that. of people but the amount of numbers you're going to get from tv as opposed to just having pure online but I guess again, it's a different There's demographic. There's a thing that I've found out. It's like um, because I just can't to... imagine people, especially older people, like looking at it and going, "Oh, what is that? Let me find out what that is." Like because especially the way that they f- format the the ads, they're very almost as if you know about Snapchat this. Advert. 
I've seen them all. Well, it was all over Stratford. They're on buses, and it's just saying real friends. It's got them um, emote. Like, what are they the called? Icon. The, the emojis. What are oh, they called? the bitmojis. Bitmojis. There's a bunch of bitmojis, and then it's just got the Snapchat logo. That's it. Like that's okay. the app. So it's it's almost as if it's like geared towards people that it's just like you know about this. Come back on on to, like, come back onto Snapchat. Like it's like a phone book. Like well, to me, Snapchat is like a phone book. It's like giving out your number mm. essentially and that's what they're trying to make it feel like mm. it's like you're trying to make your closer friends have your number mm. and well most people don't want random people looking at their snapchat and most people don't give up like most people give up their snapchat then their phone number mm. it's never you know what i mean well that's how it always is isn't it it's, it started even with with facebook it's like that's what you've done when it was like yeah you give people your facebook oh yeah sure i even do you know what's funny? Like, um, my guy, he's a doctor and stuff, yeah? Well, not a doctor, he's an um, optician or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like an eye, what's the, what's the real name for an eye doctor again? Yeah, no, eye like, optician is, um, is glasses. Yeah. Whatever their name for an eye doctor is, yeah. Like, she gave optrish- him. No, no, we just said optician. Um, she gave him her Facebook. Who did? This girl gave my friend her Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, her name on Facebook. That's how literally literally look at it. It's lit <laughs> it literally has her Facebook on it. And it's like <laughs> she told him to hide him on Facebook and I was like, raw. Like, this is what people do. Like when when you're when you're It's so weird though, because it's Facebook's a bit more of a rare thing. Now it's become more Instagram, isn't it? That's it. It depends because, like, it it depends on who you are and what your life is like. Like, when, like, because I think about me and how I move, and it's like, I'm always searching for new music, and it's a lot of what, um, what change, like, everything that I listen to changes, and it's not that I want it to change, it's that I like seeing things, and I like knowing where things are, and, who's where and being able to forecast the future and like and not just that but just having a good idea of the landscape and well i because i care about the landscape and like i said earlier like it's about culture so i'll i figure out what every other culture is doing and what the history of our culture is and even i was like um i was speaking to this dude the other day like i was gonna get my bloods done and it was like um he was like this older guy, probably like mid forties or something, and like just started talking about um, the dubplate era. Oh yeah, because I saw you posted that. Image. Yeah. Well, did I post it? Did I post that? Uh, well, I, I remember seeing it. So. <laughs> and we were just. Oh no! Well, that post is different. Well, you said something before it, and then you said dubplate era. Yeah. So like we started talking about the dubplate era, and it just like was a, just a short conversation. I was like, oh, you know, like about your history and all of that stuff, and it's like yeah and then we just had like a good short conversation about um the dub play era and like just having an understanding of where british things were and the ideals of british music because a lot of americans obviously think that um our music stemmed from them like in a very um narcissistic way and mm. self-obsessed way that americans are 
and yeah. it's like well because to a certain a certain extent it's true but it's that that's not it's like you can't take it's away not, from all the roots of which it's not true though because was, american music didn't travel to england like mm. think about well, yeah but it's how where, quick because american... they could say where did you get your music from we got our music from you the caribbean yeah, and exactly. from africa mm. like that's where we got our music from mm. We got our music from the Caribbeans and Africa. No, because when people talk about, they're talking about house and and, and garage. They say, well, garage is just a spinoff of house, which then came from America, house. like the Chicago scene. When they when so when they so talk forth. about all of that, because house, then house and garage, then garage went into dubs. Do you know who listened to house? House was one of the gay, like it was mm. in gay culture. Mm. Like so, all the British artists were big in America because well not even big in America they just had the underground scene mm. forget like we're talking about house like it was like it's this big genre it's not yeah, yeah. it's a very small segment of music it wasn't the biggest thing mm. hip hop wasn't even the biggest thing in the nineties so to no, yeah, to come to mm. come at it like first of all what do you think mm. that Britain in nine eighties allowed well we can even look at it up it's like nwa to come here when they were saying fuck the police do you think like that well that actually happened no like when like just the way that the way that britain <laughs> banned tyler mm. for saying obscene things yeah like was uh, like did, think well about, isn't it? in the That's nwa insane. movie did, like did um did uh did they even travel outside of the country because like when I when we such a strange rhetoric. Let's protect our young minds from all this these these uh obscene all this obscene language. Yet there's no actual real initiatives to help those same young people who well, would be affected by that. I just find it so funny. We live in it's like, well, NWA. What's it? Nineties, ninety. Well, nineties Britain. Like because Tim Westwood was the reason why rappers came to England. Mm. Remember that. So see, I I, I kind of missed all of that because I, I wasn't I wasn't big Dr. huge Dre and the DLC rap hip hop left Like because a lot of a lot of black eyes like Nina Simone being one of my favorites, she had to move to France mm. because they wasn't accepting her in, in America and she was like if they don't want me then I'm gonna leave and she toured like Europe and shit just cause she could and it was like and that's the same stuff with James Baldwin that was the same thing with um with um Muhammad Ali it's like mm. they had to leave America and they went and a lot of them went to Africa at the same time yeah because like even my granddad may may so rest in peace like he met Muhammad Ali and um, like because he was obviously the same age and my granddad was a boxer and stuff and um, Farrakhan and you know just the nation of Islam and all of, the, and all of those people and it was like it was this understanding that these were the celebrities in Nigeria and this is what they mean to the culture and all of these other things and well he wasn't in the same weight class as Muhammad Ali but it's just the plain and simple understanding that these are the people who were there at this time mm. and because with me being raised by western culture but at the same time really being raised by the west african culture and understanding that when i'm in my house i'm like nigerian like you know like um 
back in the days i don't know if this happened with you but like it's like you just have one tv mm-hmm. back before no phones it was like well, you when phone, your parents are watching something that is what you're watching and that and that was it it's it been, wasn't it, it's been like that <laughs> <laughs> and, and you didn't have your room yeah you didn't have your phone it was it's nothing different. yeah it was, it's different because i don't really watch telly but. and now and now it's like and now it's like you have your phones and stuff but i remember back in the days just watching my parents things mm. and like just growing up watching all of those like but and even when we had sky they would just put their stuff and it wasn't until like 2000 and what wow seven or eight when i like started watching my own things on my ones like when like yeah around the top and even then it was like i had to watch it with my sister and stuff and it was like it's just that clear pinpoint understanding that it's like okay so this and that is like like what what my what my purview was was nigerian but what my outside understanding was american and then um the dichotomy between those and then um understanding the british culture like when when i first got into like grime grime properly properly which was like um 2007 and like i done all of my history back then it was like a whole new world like literally it was like there was actually some well obviously you got so solid and all of that stuff but those were like sprinkles in it mm. and grime was going around in dvds back then and like yeah you that had was to, like the... you had to buy the dvds you had to buy lord of the mics you had to be at those sets but then when people like logan Salmon started putting them on youtube and stuff i like started having these like 20 minute sets and tim westwood had the movement and marvel set and like um logan Salma had the had all of the sets with like bbk and big and nasty and all of these people it's like this is oh, my culture i was watching uncle pain again like, recently someone's really uploaded all the things oh so, yeah. to, like that i just good. like and that if that is where i had my attachment it was like when early youtube and just being able to have those grasps of culture from britain mm. and it was like that's what i cared about like this mm. like what i cared about was british stuff it was like like it started with Spice Girls and obviously you had like the main Americans which is like Eminem and whoever was it like Nelly, um, Ludacris, Cassidy, um, who else was out them them times? Um, Chameleonaire, yeah. um, what's his name? Sean Kingston uh, and then it was like um then it was British culture. Times. Like it was like and obviously on the on the same line it was like um Bashy Tinchy Strider, um, Soul Solid Crew, all of those guys <laughs> like that would be what allowed on TV and like oh, what was that? And the Y two J project, all of those, all of that early cultures like Bro, Channel with, U, yeah, Channel, Channel U, U, yeah, and Channel... MTV base, and it was like yeah. what we were allowed to see of British culture until we had YouTube. Like that's really what it was. It's crazy, and you used to text into the to the show yeah and you had to, you so had to fun. and like i didn't know like back then like what the, those guys were actually doing mm. and like that they were like just a couple years Too older young, than me yeah. like they were they were literally just and well this was back when i was like tiny tiny and like um my body was frail and shit and it was like um i couldn't like i couldn't go outside properly <laughs> even though i was outside I've always been outside, but I just couldn't be away 
for a long periods of time and just discovering that I could be or I could see what I was inside my house so I could see my culture inside like and I could study everything inside and be outside and well obviously like um all of that is kind of different now like with us because a lot of people don't study the fact that where we were versus where we are now and like a lot of people don't know the British culture and stuff and like well I care about it and um like yeah just a lot of certain people don't get it and they don't and they really and a lot of people are in fraud of American culture mm. and stuff and I'm more so not <laughs> I'm more so a British culture person like I like um and that's what well we're like Peaky Blinders and stuff and they're like Top Boy mm. and all of that have you finished watching them by the way I'm on episode 8 <sighs> yeah that's mad oh no it's so annoying like literally yeah because I, I was watching it. i got to episode eight yesterday and then um i've watched the last episode of peaky blinders no we're on that one as well it's peak but look man I, literally I, I i i don't even have time man i don't have time it's hours literally when i get back i got three hours before i need to go to bed oh, mad fam. so that's I, I watched one episode maybe two and then I got an hour to sort my stuff out or do do some other shit. But um You know. And that's, that's Peaky as well. Bl- Peaky Blinders is just No, Peaky Blinders is bad. Do you know do you know why it's sick? There's very few series that is able to say so stay so consistently sick. Just like look, the last season, season four was a bit meh. I didn't like I didn't like the um, antagonist I didn't like the the bad guy it's just a bit who was he the Italian the, when the Italians came like it was cool okay. but but the second half of the oh, series yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really feel a threat from him like you the just Americans. know he's gonna get duppied yeah you know he's gonna get duppied he was um, um, the guy's son in it yeah and it was sick how they turned it around but I wasn't that convinced I wasn't sold on the villain you know what I mean like, yeah, I didn't sold, feel like I'm it was a defeat this but this one is hard because not only is the timing perfect for this kind of of thing but you actually get to see Tommy's character like like the way he handles a situation like this where he's actually got to be faced with his moral code and what he has to do to battle that because before it was like about family it was about his business. It was about him. It was about his money. It was about him proving he's still the boss. Mm. Now it's like his moral character in the face of societal change and how he's going to have to make himself perceived against his own moral code to do the right thing. And what he's putting on the line is hard. It's actually just the great. It's the it's, it's the grittiest it's TV show. And it's hard. the way they deal with um, the white racism and mm. it even like like um just marxism and all of the anti- white terrorism and all of these other things that's just like what happens when th- people are just left to their own devices and like just um joblessness basically like it and what what's 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 those people called again? The people that go on strike. The, the Billy, oh, the um, co- the what? 
um the, like what what are they called again um the people who go on strike in Peaky Blinders no like just people that go on strike like um activists no 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 the other one like when you're part you're part of a company and you have and you create this um unions the unions. yeah the unions that's what you create this union <laughs> oh but um yeah it's just like when they deal with all of, all of these new threats like these new real world threats and it's like and and you're not really like oh how are they gonna deal with this but it's like another thing and it's like okay i'm dealing with the unions i'm dealing with um the communists i'm dealing with um threats of war i'm dealing with terrorism and i'm also trying to like get out of this illegal life and get into this legal life and i'm basically losing my mind and and still i can't even rest because if i rest i'm gonna lose my mind yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. but yeah but it's like it's like how how we was talking about it it's it's now and it's kind of cool but whenever i look at stories now all i see is archetypes you know and it's kind of like how well these archetypes are played or or how well their reasonings um uh are shown for the decisions that they make as yeah. the archetype is what sells me on on a thing now it's actually nuts and it's so interesting because it's the same thing what why i've actually got into top one why i like um um wh- the same reason why i liked power the same reason why i like peaky blinders is it's this it's it's the sort of the archetype of the king that that thing where he's where this main character has whether he does good things or bad things he's got a moral code that is that he, he himself is trying to uphold and for him to make a better life for himself and regardless of all the good things he done that doesn't matter because he has to deal with all the bad things that's there as well yeah and that that whole sort of um what is it the yin and yang the uh the the back and forth yeah can't think of the, the exact word but that whole thing is what's so interesting about and what what he's got to deal with that's 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 what's so powerful about that kind of archetype and that's that's why i like series like that primarily what the king archetype yeah yeah Yeah. man it's just so sick because regardless of how good he does it's always about how he deals with the bad with the bad and still move forward Uh, and still strive for the good things you know yeah like that's like that's a lot carrying the weight it's carrying it's bearing the cross almost you know what i mean it's like that that's funny man because i just deeped like because a lot of that is like um what I wrote about in my book, like, um, Melancholy Mushroom, it was like about just there's a lot of bad, and like, that's what I learned this year. It's like, there's a lot of bad, there's just bare bad, like, there's just big, like, there's this big bad, and it's not out to get, like, I realized that the big bad is not what? out to get me, yes. it's just like it exists and it does things and it moves, but but, but, but the that's way, the whole point, the way of... I hold still and like just keep myself moving and like stay on mission and stay on point and don't like 
don't like mm. um shift my my focus towards fixing that bad thing that's happening there and that bad thing that's happening there and like if like my family's arguing or like all of this other stuff and it's like staying on course and like if people want to like leave my life and like um people want to like just abuse me or whatnot it's like nope this is this is not affecting me like that like i am literally still gonna do prime night i'm still gonna release my book i'm mm. still gonna do my event like and it's like keeping on mission grounding energy isn't it it's and the it's grounding like, energy it's like just that yeah it's like staying steadfast mm. and like having just that self-affirming nature of I'm gonna complete this. Like I have this mission. I have this grip. This mission greater than whatever else is happening around me, and whatever else is happening around me it has no bearing on how I decide to deal with the real thing, which is being great or being the person that helps other people. Like, cause obviously, like I keep talking about my troubles with other craves or like just other people in general like it's kind of a theme on this podcast and it's like end of the day that doesn't change how much how many times a day that i would speak to someone and help them or answer someone's question or be good to other people it's like you want to be a you want to be a big bird or you want to be someone else like that then that's cool that's you everybody gets one but it's like I've got to, I've got to leave that there, and it's like, okay, so you're not really here to support me. You're just here for my information. All right, cool. Well, you don't get, you have to pay for this. Basically, it's like you can't, you can't have my information. Like I've, I've also known, found out a way to even see people who, if I help them, they're not gonna try and help somebody else. Cause that's mm. one of the things that I haven't that I haven't been really, I haven't like because I've always been very open and I didn't know how to close it. But now I know it's like what I have to do is just help people that I know are going to help other people. That I don't need people to help me necessarily, but it's like I need you to be one of those people that's going to spread whatever awareness because I have information and I find that people that have other people that have information quote-unquote will never share it mm. and that i can't deal with so those type of people you can't deal with and going back onto the top boy fingers like and the peaky blinders thing uh those ha- those people that are either the king makers or the kings in general it's this it's just this display that they have this being able to hold themselves up when they're in the face of something and that's like a lot like a lot of that is like what what i um what i'm drawn to in characters is like can you stand up are you a stand-up person mm. do you have this moral code and it's like and oh, you haven't finished watching top boy bro it's oh, mad man. though but that's what i'm saying because even with whole the, the whole jamie thing and the whole um uh, Jamie's son uh, Deshaun Dish- yeah because it's like <laughs> it's it's Deshaun's trying to get Deshane, back to Deshaun Deshaun yeah Deshaun sorry my bad <laughs> Deshaun is trying to get back to that point where Jamie is climbing to yeah you know 
and it's, it's weird it's a weird thing it's like you're gonna you're trying to get back to where someone is climbing like so, yeah, this is yeah. someone's first opportunity to be great mm. and you're but they both trying to they steal both, it from them yeah yeah and, and in a sense they're both trying to do it for the right reasons but also not like, yeah because no, it's like it is no, it is, but it's not. It is. It is a right reason. Like there is. I don't. Well, well, well no, because a, because they, they're well, not doing it necessarily for their family. They are, but it's it's so. That, it's not a right or wrong yeah. reason. I should say. Yeah. It's just the reasons they have. I can relate to. Mm. It's like if this thing, like with Jamie, it's kind of like, damn, someone has to be a leader. Someone has to put food on the table for all these other people that are. Mm. trying to shop food then okay then i can deal with this this and this and this yeah, i'll take the burden yeah because i know so i happens. can do it yeah. yeah it just so happens and like that's a lot of what i relate to but um the shame which is like quite a stand-up way it's like he well he did do something bad and then he's trying to fix it but then there's sully who's like my favorite character right now which is like he's just He's like trying to get back on track. He's trying to get with his family or try to see his daughter and stuff. And it's like, just I want to be the family guy. Well, I not necessarily be a family guy, but I want to get back up on my feet and be someone my daughter can look to and say that this is my dad. And that's pretty much all like he's trying to do. And it's like a lot of this these family reasons and family ties that are. As that are around these people who just happen to be le- le- leading such unconventional lives mm. and like that's a lot of what I was saying that um, it's so relatable it's like this ability to create this like just this community of people that are just so happen to be doing the same thing and in this community you just have to deal with certain things in a certain type of way and well it's like a bit nuts have you watched episode 8 did I watch it um is it where it ends up um thingy's cousin just got shot who's I'm giving spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoilers from who, fam? I know, but there's some people You're the only one. I am the only one, but just in case, man. You're the only one. Just in case. But anyway, um, (laughs) Deshane's cousin got shot. Uh, Yeah, he just... Um, Yeah, he did. Sully's boy just got shot, and they're kind of talking about... Do you know when he's like, the squeeze? The squeeze? Is the squeeze worth the juice? Oh, yeah, and they were just sitting in the thing, in the trap house. And he's... Yeah, and the way he came... No, not in the trap house. They're sitting in the cafe. And he's like, what else are we going to do? Is this worth it? But then Sully's like, well, what else are we going to do? What else is there for us to do? And then he goes to Little Sims' house. Forgotten her name. Duchesne. Huh? Goes to... Little Sims' house. What's yeah. her name? I don't know. I didn't know her as Little Sims. I just thought she was an actor. No, yeah. Oh, didn't you? Oh, you didn't know about Little Sims before this, did you? Have you heard her album? I've heard the Little Sims. I just didn't know that was her. Oh. I've never seen that face. I just knew you got to listen to Grey Matter. You'll like it. A rapper. That was it. Um, but anyway, yeah. And well, she kind of sings, and I was. It's a weird thing that's going on in music. Yeah, singing and rap. But it's like if you, it's one of those things where you do music. It's like if you can do, if you can make something sound right, then you do it. Isn't it? What's what's sound right? Sorry. If it works in right. the context of what your of your message or what you're trying to do sonically and and 
figuratively, I guess. Singing feels like a because it's like because do people understand why they change from rapping to singing? Do they understand that? Do they understand that? Well, it's, uh, that's different for everyone, though. Who no, knows? it's that's not. It's not different. It's it's a thing with our ears that you're trying to do. Yeah. That makes it pleasing, but do they understand that? Do do people understand even why they like future? No. What 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 do you mean? Explain what you're saying. Explain what I'm. I'm trying to say that it's like when people sing rap or rap and then switch into a harmonizing tone. It's like, do you understand what you're doing? Like, do you understand the? Well, what is it that people that re- people the, need to understand? The is what reason I'm why that is even pleasing. Like, I I just want to know that. I want to know that people understand what they're doing so that they can do it in the best way possible. What do you mean? But what do you mean? Because people do a sweet eight or sixteen, and they start going, and then they start singing like, like it's just this cool thing. Oh, and I can do this too. And it's like it's gimmicky at this point. It's not like I know what I'm doing. Like even in rap tunes, do you understand why you like certain people? But that's together? what that, that's what I mean. That's what I mean when I say if it works, if it works, if it not 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 if it works as in oh, like this is how other people do it. So I know this is how it's gonna work. Let's do that. It's does it work for what I'm doing, for what I'm saying, for well, for the reason for, for this song that I've made. The reason I just asked that question is because um. Well, the reason the the reason I said that is because it's a bit well, it's not just weird, it's like and it's not just a gimmick, it's like I just like you just have to know why you're doing what you're doing. Mm. Because that change up, you know like when a beat switches and it's like, ooh, like mm. that's that's the exact same thing when you switch from singing to rapping, like you know when you have um a bunch of features on a track, right? and one person's high pitch and then one person is like lower and then another person's higher and like well it just depends well depending on the vocal arrangement because a lot of people can just all sound the same on one track and it doesn't even feel like you have a break because really that's what you're trying to do you're trying to invent a break in the listening experience Mm. so people want to listen on and it's like um you know in games like they have this formula thing where it's like something new has to happen every 15 seconds or something or every um like every s- certain amount of seconds and it's like um it's in this like when it's either call of duty and do- and doing the story mode there's like story beats right mm. and then something different has to happen um in a certain amount of time for you to keep going yeah to be engaged and that's that's just gen- that's generally the thing like they're trying to do and like um what's that movie that Carl Delavine was in again? Um, like the newest one, the one with the like it's just it's just beautiful. It's re like it's really one of the most beautiful films that I've seen. Have you like, seen Joker yet? Visually, no, I haven't. I need to watch that. Yeah, same. It's just visually pleasing. It's like. Do you want to go see it not next week, the week after? Uh, yeah, that's very far out, though, isn't it? It's like, well, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah, I could. Yeah, because well, I'm off that week. So yeah, like um, it's um Valerian. Valerian. Like, yeah. It's just one of the most visually beautiful films, and 
a lot of times I like to dissect these type of things and like watch like I like to watch documentaries without sound like just so I can get an understanding of the videography and um I've watched this film I've watched it like four or five times right by now and I was just like looking at not just like the graphics but the texture of the film and where people were and like just the change up within each scene and what they were adding and it wasn't the story it was more so the visual storytelling and the engagement within the space because really and truly you're selling the world rather than you're selling anything else like the story wasn't um the reason that people were watching or people would keep watching it's what you show us and how you show it to us so yes like so what do you at where where do you think story and world separate uh the world has to tell its own story the world has to have its own theme to me it's mm. like the, like i don't feel like they separate i feel like you tell a story within the world in it tell a story within the world but do you think you have to have a story before you tell you build the world uh no because it could be any story really and truly it mm. could like you could tell any story like once a world is made like you can tell any story within it mm. certainly you can tell any type of story you can create any type of character mm. Uh, but it's just the way that you that's met, the funny thing though the characters interact with the world because i cross over i was trying to build a world before but i kind of struggled to get the level of depth i wanted in it but having created the story that i've created now it's fair i feel like there's a lot more context to the world like now i can start to imagine how other people in that world would live or imagine what this world would be like more so okay like interestingly that's just but yeah um, it's just that's just a different part of the post but that that's just how i've yeah that's I've just it. how you've um mm. engaged with this like you just want to tell well you add things you're adding things within mm. it because so, initially yeah. i did just want to have a world it's just i yeah. didn't necessarily want a specific story but having this story has made me think about everything yeah. about it and now I've got different parts and characters and I know how everyone might relate to that and and the people that are going to have the same ideas and vision as him but for different reasons or you know well, how Well the question to this is character. is can you tell a completely different story in the exact same world Yeah yeah I I could can, now I could Can now. you like just yeah can you just like say you can shirk that one off and like just be different and mm. a lot of yeah that's just a lot of what what i think about when you're existing in a world in it it's just how can this thing be more engaging or how can i uh how can i put together whatever this thing is with another thing mm. and how and what theme this is can this theme fit into the world mm. and can the characters interact with the world properly basically like that's a lot of what you have to ask what well what a lot of what i ask myself is mm. are we interacting properly is the world experience just as good like as this story what is being told what is the like when you talk about a book what is the materials of the book like 
where are the factories which the books are made like if you have a book what like because it's obviously it's obviously a different material than there is now like um uh, when i when i was learning about writing in general like just the art of putting words down from marcus Aurelius and the reason why we still have those books and a lot of the reason why we don't have other books is because of the territory of what you call pagans like just in this tongue in it mm. in the tongue that we're speaking in now is um everything else was pagan rituals or pagan understandings but there are certain things like the understanding of stoicism that is like just a thing and uh in ryan you got it um it's called illumination so it's passed down and you have these people who are who write right mm-hmm. like um he was in Viking. You know that pr- that uh, monk guy that was in Viking. That guy. guy. Oh my god! So yeah, gosh. he did. That was one of the reasons. That whole arc was one of the reasons why I loved that. Oh, yeah. Like, his development as a character. Yeah, it was amazing. Was heavy. Oh man, I feel like I need to rewatch that. Crazy shit. But yeah, no. Go on, sorry, continue. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, it's hard, but that's what I'm saying. It's like. It's true. There's only so, actually a cer- certain selection of books that's even worth reading, really. Yeah. Like at their core. So when you see all these new ones, which are very sort of shallow, like mm. it's it's. Yeah, I don't care about reading. people that read a book a day. To be honest it's with you, like, what's the point? And like, I'm not one of those people that um only reads classics. Like, I know the type of books that I like to read. Mm. and i read those books and if there is a newer version like give a give an example of like a book like you know art of war right it's got so many different offshoots like you got the art of business and like um the art of like relationships and all of these type of things like using the art of war as reference to make their own book and like think and grow rich also has the same thing and like um Robert Greene obviously has his own book, 33 Strategies of War. So there's that. And like, um, what's, it's the, who's the power book off, based off of? It's based Boy, off. Laws of Power. Yeah, it's based off another book, but it's okay. It doesn't really, it doesn't really matter at this certain point. But it's like just a retelling of history with certain principles, right? Mm. And yeah, well, (laughs) The most important thing about illumination is you have to copy inexact principles, inexact ways, and exact manners. And this is a lot of why I don't understand people that say that don't trust what how the Bible was passed on. And like when people say, um, what's it called again? What's that shit that they they say? It's like um. You don't know if someone may have changed it or like literally it's like Chinese whispers that they got yeah that like that's that's a lot that's another reason why people say you can't even like the Bible can be at it and it's like no it can't I I because, do believe like as someone who's not because your hands mm. could have your hands could have got cut off in those times you could have got killed for not writing in exact ways what was 
in the bible and only the richest like just like um in fashion only the richest people dressed in a certain type of way only the most experienced people could write the bible because mm-hmm. it wasn't like the world is now not everyone was reading and writing and yeah and stuff no, like no. the way it was knowledge wasn't no, like that like king well, james yeah. and i forgot the bible the person that translated the bible into english but that's only a couple hundred years ago and just and even translating the the quran into english and it's like you can certainly lose some of that essence like when it's in hebrew and arabic but the main thing is it's like for those certain thousands of years and hundreds of years it's like you could not like if you were a writer like just like how um people are commissioned to paint and the Sistine Chapel was painted it's like this vision of godliness as man and whiteness as gods and all of these things when you're a writer you write for reason and that reason is to pass down information and that reason is to create um, a better understanding and that obviously we've got that in the past hundred years we got so many more books made now but it's like you could not like when i told you you could not at any point change like any word how it was written like that was a real deal thing and the reason why and the reason why you burn everybody else's text whenever you visit another country the reason why they burn nigeria's text and all of the other countries is because you can't allow other people to have their own history but yeah like as you were saying in stories like when you have books <laughs> <laughs> when you have books, <laughs> when you have books it's like what is that book made out of because obviously they used scrolls back then when they were doing illumination and um, not even scrolls it was just like big long reams of paper and co- well not paper cotton or something like that it was just um, a cured type of thing that you could write on so yeah it's like what what materials are you using like where's the factory from how do you create a substance so yeah and it's like what are these cool things that you're able to think about when making something like um you know remember the tv show osmosis jones the one that was the one that was in the body body is yeah. that that's not osmosis jones it's you got like the su- i know what you mean it's Os- like his name was osmosis right yeah, mate that was t- and like how they use like certain body functions as like tables and like cups and stuff it was just it was just a creative way to say oh you're right it is osmosis jones it was just a creative way to say these things were living in your body and stuff what a sick character as well like the characters were hard so yeah, and like the the way they drew infections and viruses, and like it taught you a lot about the human body and the way it's just a great, great display of um, world building. Like the world is the human body, and how people drink they in need that to world. They revamp that. Oh my gosh! And all of that oh, stuff. Actually, it would be a bit whack because it'd be three D and it just wouldn't work. Chris Rock was the voice for it. Oh, that's cold. Well, the movie, right? Yeah. No, the the TV show also. TV series. Maybe. I feel like he might have been the voice for it. Is Was he in the TV? I don't think he was in a TV show once. 
film. 2001. Damn, I'm old, bro. Oh, it was called Ozzy and Drix. Yeah. That was the TV series. Yeah, and like, um, Drix was the pill. Mazzolini. And he was a detective, and obviously he's a white blood cell and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> and he worked with a pick. Okay, yeah. Phil Lamar was the... Yeah, mad. Oh, that Static TV Shock sh- as well. Our, Those TV the the era of, of cartoons, our era was the best. It was. Hands down. Oh, man. It was Not impressive. Not in I just, I, I just loved mad. the way that... Just that story was told and portrayed, like just not well, not just the story, but the world was shown. Like when you're making something, for real, for real, it's like yeah, you gotta gotta care, you gotta have that. Like when you have that level of detail, putting the pieces together, like the links, creating the links, and all. Yeah, like just how like um, you've got this whole snail dialogue when you're talking about One Piece, like they. They use transponder snails that um, speak to one another and they communicate and it's like their phones, their radios, they're all of these things and that's how they communicate. They don't use radio waves, they use these snail things and they have factories and all of these factories are all, all different. The one thing I can't get with One Piece is the scale, right? And just a world destroyer type of abilities. Like how? Like I, d- I just, I just can't see it. I yeah, can't, exactly. I, mm. I don't understand like the see, way how strong people are and how much they can destroy the world. Do you know why? Why Dragon Ball Z? I think was so great, and and I think some people, the thing that people don't actually give enough credit to of why it became what it was. That conversation we had about when Goku was fighting Tien. Yeah. And Tien was like, "You're not as fast as me, bro." And he goes, you're right, you're right, you're right. But look, before we start, can I just like sort some sort myself out? Yeah. He takes off his band. When he does that, all the characters then in succession go and pick it up and and to give context to his strength yeah. or what he's about to do. They're saying, whoa, all this stuff's got to be about a hundred ki- kilograms. <laughs> he was carrying a whole. He it's, was carrying a whole. That limitation is what I think actually makes people s- really connect to these shows it's the same thing with Superman it's like what gave it context is it he was unbelievably strong but at one point what it was boasting about was he could lift a car he could um uh, ma- like maybe Power just about scaling. lift throw a lorry you know what I mean if he put yeah. all his strength into it like you know what I mean it wasn't that he could tear off a building with his little finger and like you know what I mean just boot it <laughs> you know and across the whole city like it wasn't like that it was like that that level of sort of just giving it and it's the same thing that happened with Naruto like it was it was at first the Kage Shin was this thing in this forbidden scroll that yeah. no one really knew about or if he could do it it was like a forbidden <laughs> technique and he just banged it out like whoa and it was like this really yeah, incredible the self, thing yeah. you know the self was just crucial and it's that power crawl that kind of ruins it I think at all times it needs to show you need to show there needs to be a principled limitation in these things you know yeah I think and it's hard with those kind of shows because you're trying to sell toys you're trying to sell um, trading cards so you need all these different um, powers and all this different crazy stuff but uh, that's kind of what's so sick with shows like 
Peaky Blinds and Top Boys, you're seeing their limitations so much that is at the core of their yeah. characters that never changes. You know what I mean? And Ragnar they... as well, fam. Huh? Ragnar. Ragnar, exactly. You, 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 you're face to face with their limitations almost at all times. Their, their greatest limitation. It's that thing that keeps a story going so strong. And that's the main reason why... Um, and now that we've had this discussion, it makes sense as to why I really appreciate this uh, this me. series. <laughs> really appreciate talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, why series. I appreciate this season oh. so much is because you're faced with the exact same limitations he's always had since series one. Yeah. That fear of him losing his mind, you know what I mean? The the drugs, the him starting up the drugs again him battling with his own demons he's facing that exact same thing in a completely different situation completely different place the things he's overcome but he's faced with the exact same demons limitations he had at first yeah you know what I mean it's still the exact level of it's not like now he's got these supernatural beings that are chasing his his soul trying to see you know what I mean <laughs> it didn't it hasn't become like that. Yeah, it's it's he's still facing with those exact same human problems Just, that he's got lot. to face at a different point in his life. I love those type of stories that just use, like obviously he's um, rich mm. or to a certain extent, but it's like you're seeing the ceilings in front of him like how they won't let him into high society because mm. he's just this gypsy guy that mm. comes from Birmingham and it's like he's from the sticks and all of these type of things and then like when you watch TV shows when you like um, this is Eng- well not even it's not a TV show but this is England or just just like um, the little contextual things that allow you to understand this is the place and time that this story is based in and that's a lot of the reason why um, I don't particularly like I don't like the TV shows for DC today like all the CW series it's like CW? yeah CW is like the name of the channel or something that's um, I didn't even know that existed yeah like Supergirl Flash all of these stuff they're on the CW um, DC Legends of Tomorrow like I watch them my sister also watches them though but it's like um I just like well, I watch every comic book thing in it, and it's like um, it's the wait two seconds. It's the lack of care for contextuality. They don't care about the context of what people they but create because, their own it's context. Because it's because they're not doing it for those old like like this is the thing they're what they're doing essentially you haven't even watched it fam no no but I can already tell because I've seen what they've done with like Teen Titans and or like um other superhero based things like Justice League they're not they're they're just using things and names and characters and IPs that people have heard of and not actually digging deep enough to a point where they're actually with the purpose of paying homage to what these characters have become instead just using their them as icons to sell a movie you know or sell a series whereas what i like about what and what i think marvel has done well on the opposite on the flip side they've really tried to make these characters something 
people can connect to with the contextualization of everything they've built it over so many films because even though you could say these films are so like they're just like oh this they bang about they make so many films and they're just trying to make loads of money but when you actually deep it they spent so much time building up to a film like Endgame why Endgame was so sick is because they took their time to give every single character that ended up in that film their own friggin movie What's the name of the Disney guy again? I forget his name. He, he's like, he's super important to me. Oh my gosh. And I keep coming up with the guy that's doing DC. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going to have to... Going to have to what? I'm going to have to cut cut the... the. Whew, I got I got plate. <laughs> Look at <laughs> Thank you guys for listening <laughs> to the Culture and Camaraderie podcast. This has been... <laughs> Damadichi on the Mikey. The with Mikey. Your boy Tiverius. Tyvee, Tyvee. Um LAX underscore E R A. Um on social media and myself, NY Typical on social media and nytypical.net. Um the foremost creative writer for fashion, design, uh, writing <laughs> and tech. This has been the Culture and Commodity Podcast. Peace, blessings and salutations. Love, all tight, all tight.